0: ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on
1: QSportsTalk.com Welcome back to Orange Nation. Artist of the Day Frank Sinatra would have been 107 today. Do I need to say that every break? No. I think we're good now. That would have been impressive. This is my favorite uh, Frank Sinatra song. High Hopes. That little old land think he'll move that rubber tree plant. I'll play the whole damn song I, I can play. tell I, I was I was laying out there I was laying as you I, as to I was a kid as I, when I was a kid that would be on like the record player and I loved it yeah I think uh, they used to sing it on Laverne and Shirley a lot too there shows you how old I am all right well we got Frank Sinatra all day so I'm looking forward to it uh
0: let's uh let's bring out our, our lone guest today it's our weekly SOS house calls we bring on Chris Hall. Physical therapist, Chris, uh, great to have you on. Uh, certified in sound-assisted soft tissue mobilization uh, and sports rehab. What, what is that? What is uh, sound-assisted soft tissue mobilization?
2: All right, so first off, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, pleasure to do it. Um, so sound assisted soft tissue mobilization is, is just a kind of an augmented type of um, kind of deep tissue massage. So basically the way that it works is that, you know, you have all these, you know, after, especially after injury or after overwork of muscle groups or things like that, you get some, you get some, some nodding in the muscles, we call it nodding, you know, but it's really more that the tissue starts to break down, the micro trauma or tears. And then basically what ends up happening is that tissue lays down kind of all cross-linked and nasty and, you know, kind of like a bird's nest if you think about all the fibers going every which way. So that muscle's not smooth and striated and how we want to use it. So we get around and dig in with a little metal tool that my patients, you know, the lovely call scraping, and um, and then we have them complete that kind of routine, and then we, we have them stretch, and that actually can elongate that muscle tissue and get it working kind of properly how we kind of hope it would, and big, big... It's like taking a, like a foam roller on steroids or like one of like a Theragons or percussion guns.
1: What what causes a muscle to hurt after you use it for the first time in a long time? We were goofing around that we, I bowled the other day and my, my glutes hurt for the next three days after I bowled it Like what causes that pain to happen?
2: Yeah. So we were, I was actually just, I, I got the, I got a couple of questions ahead of time and I was like, what is bowler's glute? I, I don't know. That's not, that's not <laughs> one that I've seen a whole heck of a lot of times. Um, but a, a lot of times with just that motion, um, especially if it's, if it's the foot you end up, you know, when, you know, you're kind of plant foot more often than, then you're, you're, you have to, you know, kind of counterbalance the weight of the ball on the opposite side and, and you're, you're outside of your hip and the, the, Back of your hip, actually, where your glute and glute med would be. You know, they, they have to take a bunch of that force and kind of keep you so you don't tip over or wobble too much. Um, so those those just, they end up so much more active in an activity like that, especially if it's an activity that those muscles aren't conditioned for, for doing regularly. So, um, so if it's something that's a little bit more new or it's something that you haven't done in a while, it's, we see this a lot of times with overuse in athletes when, you know, um, especially a few years ago when, you know, Jim stopped gym stopped working. Everybody went out and just pounded pavement. And they're like, well I gotta work out, but I can't go to the gym. So, you know, they they ran and a lot of shin splints and lower lower leg injury stuff just from use because muscles aren't just conditioned unless they're, you know, properly strengthened or kind of worked. You so. know,
1: they they say that you like when you work out and it's new the burn is from like an acid release or something of that nature. Yep. Or is it is it actually just the muscle breaking down?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's probably a combination of both, and a lot of times we we misconstrue joint discomfort for actual like we're like oh yeah that's just that burn I'm supposed to get, and I'm like no those those that's your bones putting stress on or your muscles putting your stress on your bones because they're just not conditioned and prepared for that kind of strenuous exercise. So, um but yeah, you're gonna get some. You can get certainly some lactic acid buildup from from. Strengthening or from endurance-based exercise, you know, for the first little bit there, that's that's normal. But you know, anytime we're talking about the long pain for more than a few days, where it you know actually it, it, it's actually bothersome or painful, versus just that like sore feel, you know, that's that's then we're talking about you probably the muscles are probably actually breaking down and trying to rebuild.
1: Is there a way to prevent that lactic acid pain for people? Is there or is it just? There, yeah, there,
2: there's 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 not a ton there. You know, it's it's a lot of nutrition and and, and making sure that you know the muscles are properly hydrated and things like that. But um, but other than that, you know, that's that's where you start talking about cramping from just overuse or things like that. If it was too much, that's that's what we see. Um, but prevention, you know, there's there's not a, you know, not for you know. There's I'm sure there's also you know. Obviously, our professional athletes and our high level you know collegiates are are always you know properly you know they're they're on top of what they're eating they're on top of what they're drinking they're, they're putting in their bodies constantly so you know you get a lot less of that but for you know for me and you it's you know Gatorade and and then, so let's make sure we you know properly stay hydrated uh
0: Chris good a good question from Ryan in our our chat section at QSportsTalk.com asking about Tiger Woods um saying you know he obviously you know severely damaged his leg and foot with that that accident last year will will he ever be able to you know, have muscle growth, or or is it um, is is that so damaged that uh, that he's not going to be able to to really get truly better from where he is right now?
2: Yeah, um, I'm I'm am usually pretty on the extreme optimist side as long as there's not nerve damage. So so what, once you start talking about a crush injury like that, you're talking about you know it, it, just with the trauma to the joint and the muscles around it. Um, you know, you you, you got to be talking. You're talking hardware. You're talking, you know, you're talking, you know, some some nerve type injuries. And you know, peripheral nerve roots are are like a millimeter a week for talking for how they regrow. So if we're talking about nerve trauma into into those muscles, you're talking about compartment syndrome. You're talking about all these things that where the muscle itself has always has a chance to get stronger and get better and all that kind of stuff. But it's going to be the innervation. So basically, your body's your body telling that muscle how it's supposed to work um and that's the 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 kind of you know the signal from those nerve fibers so that that would be my concern with him you know being you know familiar enough with the case so that it's a horrific crush injury but um but not knowing you know what what has. but i mean from from what i've seen I've, i mean with, with all his injuries i've been fairly impressed with what he's been able to do working around everything
0: yeah, right. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the fact that he's he's still playing at a high level is is uh, very impressive. Um, all right, I want to switch gears back to college football, and we know that this is you know the bowl season, and everybody's banged up at, at this time of year, and and teams across the country are are getting ready for bowls that are you know three, four, five weeks uh, down the road. Um, what, what's the best balance in terms of um, you know making sure those muscles are ready to get back into competition, but also resting so that everybody can heal up those bumps and bruises.
2: Yeah. Right. So you're talking a lot of times about those levels. You know, you, you may see you may you have you have certified strength and conditioning coaches at that level where they're they're just on them all the time. You know, they're they're still they're still strength training during the season. It's just much more limited than what you would typically see, depending on you know the amount of activity. You know, if you're talking about one of these guys, like you know, like you watch that you watch that TCU game that Max Duggar played in, and man, he got he got yeah. crushed. He was he was battered by the end of that game. It's a heck of a performance. But you know, um, you know, and a lot of that stuff, you know, they're still going to do a lot of small muscle group training. They're still going to keep those muscles active. They're going to do high repetitions, um, endurance based stuff, just keeping everything going but yeah you know you're you're not talking about guys that are out there you know pounding down when rep max is a bench and things like that at this stage in the game typically you know um some 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 universities put much more emphasis on that some don't you know it's, it's just kind of it, it's a it's a balancing act from from working with the you know the athletes that i've i've seen over the years you know you have some that put much more effort into that you know olympic style lifting or or um It's just so, it's so interdependent, but, but football is going to be a, you know, those, those guys would, those guys would lift every day of the week and as heavy as they possibly can for the most part. So they're just, they're watching them um, for how much versus, you know, you know, different layering of those exercises, 12 reps, you know, 15 reps of things, you know, muscles stay active, they stay conditioned, but they're not. You're not, you're not trying to get him that much stronger in a month. Your right. true strength gain takes six to eight weeks to build. So you're you're not pushing for those those end ranges probably at this point.
0: Gotcha. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you had a chance to watch uh, Bills Jets yesterday, but uh, mm-hmm. but but Mike White, the Jets quarterback, he I mean, he was punished throughout the game and uh, took several shots to the midsection. Looked like he might be yep. dealing with a rib injury. You know, left the game, came back in the game, left the game, came back in the game. Um, wh- what type of injury do you think? He would have been dealing with yesterday the fact that he was still I couldn't believe he was still able to throw the football um but yeah, then after heard the me g- watching him yeah right I mean <laughs> it was it was brutal I mean and and then he went to the hospital after the game just as a, as a precaution but uh based on what you saw, what kind of injury do you think he was dealing with?
2: Yeah, you know, with, with repeat shots in that area, you know, you, you worry about the rib cartilage, um, and you worry about all the tissue that surrounds that. I mean, heck, you worry about, you worry about, you know, you can worry about deep bruising to some of that tissue and even getting swelling and, you know, putting pressure around the rib cage and the lungs. You know, you don't want any of that. So I'm, sh- I'm sure precautionary, um, you know, for the, for the hospital visit and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, as long as you're not worried about the ribs, you know, you can crack ribs, and and obviously, if anybody's ever dealt with that, it's extremely painful. You know, we have patients that come in sometimes that that you know they they injure something or they're there for the shoulder, but you know they have a rib injury associated with that shoulder, and that hurts more than whatever they're here for. You know, that, that those ribs are super tender. Um, so I'm my guess is he'll probably flak jacket that up, and and he'll probably fight through if he was able to get through it yesterday but i mean you can talk about soreness today (laughs) yeah right. i'm I'm sure he's 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 wrecked yeah probably
0: can't even move today i mean i was yeah i was i was the same way as you i just watching the the replays and i'm like man you know and i'm a bills fan i was like i felt bad for him i you know you you don't want to see anybody get hurt uh chris uh, great stuff today anything else that we didn't touch on that's kind of on your mind about this subject matter
2: um, yeah. And, you know, the only other thing I was, I was reading notes and I saw the Devo injury and, and yeah. you know somebody who, who was a big fan of the 49ers coming into the season to be a super bowl contender. It's like, how many injuries can those guys have? And I, I agree with, you know, there was a lot of about, you know, Jerry's talking about those guys running up the middle and really, really, really pushing those workloads. And, you know, um, it's incredible that, the the, the Skill positions and the, the stuff they can do, um, there with that team. Um, but you know, uh, you know, the initial reports look like more high ankle stuff. So, so hopefully he can get back and, and be healthy. But, um, but other than that, you know, that, that's, that was a pretty, it was a pretty brutal day, a couple of concussions and it just, just some some guys that were looked. There's some pretty brutal hits yesterday overall.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and yeah, that that Debo injury uh, looked bad, but the the fact that they're saying there's a there's a chance he come back uh, could come back. That's that's good news for the Niners. They they may have dodged a bullet with him. They may have dodged a bullet with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, although uh, the the replacements are looking okay for that team. Uh, they, they had a dominant win yesterday against the Bucks. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, very much appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much and enjoy the week.
2: Yes, you too. Great. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: All right, Chris Hall, physical therapist from SOS. And with that, we'll open up the phone lines the rest of the way. If you want to check in, 315-437-7644. Back after this on ESPN Radio.